Good morning, fam. Welcome to Tuesday Morning Encouragement with Lex and Lance. I'm so glad that you're here and listening. And Jay's we're excited in. to we're ex- you just cut me off. Oh, I, I'm just gonna, I, yeah. <laughs> we're excited to just dive right in, right? We're ten minutes behind. We are. We were missing our pilot. So you right, know when I, uh, I should take I feel so like No, don't don't you you got <laughs> color today. So you know when you're on, on the airplane and you're missing your pilot? Uh-huh. Even though you got the plane, you got everything there. We wait. <laughs> so we waited for our pilot to yes. show up. So we're off. Good morning, Day. So Good morning, running. Dean. Good morning, Miranda. Nice to see you. So when he... I when I was in prayer, mm-hmm. yes, hi to everybody. I don't want to cut you off as well. <laughs> I was really uh kind of praying about how this generation, mm-hmm. not you know, you have to preface it not to people listening, watching us. You know, you have to do those little things. Right. But this generation in whole, we're great talkers, very few doers right. of the word. We talk we love to talk about what we're gonna do. But well, when it com- comes time to doing social media has blurred the lines mm-hmm. of uh warriors communicating their view, their stake. Mm-hmm. But there's very few people carrying the load. So there's a lot of opinion, but not a lot of action. Right. And it, I think it's interesting the Bible mentioned it early on that, you know, the harvest is plenty, the workers are few. Right. Like God knew two thousand years ago this was gonna be <laughs> An issue, and it's like I, I look at it as this. So at this day and age, this generation, we're very familiar with video games, right? You played a video game once or twice. You know that was my jam with Donkey Kong and jam. Mario World. <laughs> but this is how I equate our life. If I was going to use an analogy to a video game, is that when we come into the kingdom, we turn on the console, mm-hmm. and then that's we just leave it there. Like okay, I became a Christian, but we forget to like. Put in the game. Play the game. Go level one. But as you unravel, it gets more intense. There's better things right. happening. That's a good analogy. But we don't like, we don't take our faith to the next level. Mm-hmm. We kind of just turn Stay. on the operating system if it's a computer, uh, whatever, Xbox. Now, you know, people are back to PCs. But we turn it on, but we don't access what's inside of it. Mm, that's good. It's like... When are we going to access the things of God? And it's by doing it. It's not right. by observing. And we love to, uh, I hate to use the word criticize, but we love to opinionize mm-hmm. what we observed on Sunday or how they should have done it. Right. But no one's ever been in the trenches. Right. Like with the people that they're right. opinionated about. And I and I bring it up even more. So we started a local group in our church called the Radicals. Mm -hmm. You're heading it up and doing a great job. Oh, but you really spearheaded, and a lot of people are communicating to you. But you're hearing a lot of text and and talk of like this is the most exciting thing. Mm -hmm. Just simply sharing their faith, right? But it's like they've they've gotten to a new level of using their faith activation, and it's like Mm -hmm. that's where I think the enemy kind of wears us down and so few people are using their tools they're just right. sitting there rusting acquiring the dust and it's like you get excited like w- you don't see DIYers quit after their first project they take on 22 new projects mm-hmm. they're like well if that was that awesome let's refurbish like just share the transformation from yeah nothing to something so. and so it's like that's how I, I view our faith is that when we transform with one thing we want to mm-hmm. do a little bit more we want to try you know, right. oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Right. Once and I so, did that. You know, we need to understand that God is calling us to use our faith. Right. Amen. And so uh if I can find my wonderful scriptures that I deleted. 
Which one is it? Well, my James I got it. one, but I, oh, uh, James one twenty two through twenty five. Uh, no, I somehow deleted James one two through four. <laughs> yeah. So and Paul chose stylist that one. Nope, not oh. that one either. But prove yourselves doers of the word, actually continue obeying God's uh, precepts and not merely listening. For who hears the word but fails to internalize it, internalize it meaning deludes yourself by unsound reasoning, reasoning and con- contra- contrary, to the, contrary truth. to the truth. And it's like just stopping there, that's a lot in its own right. Mm-hmm. Like just merely hearing. And like we go to church, we hear. Mm-hmm. We listen to worship, we hear. We listen to a sermon, we hear. Mm-hmm. But now we need to do. Right. You know that faith. saying that all our parents, I'm sure almost every parent has used the saying, and we've heard it, is, did you even hear me? It goes out, it goes through one ear and out the other. Right. So that's basically when you were saying that, that's what I was thinking. It's like going in through one well, ear. Well, even in that, in that realm, mm-hmm. I'm communicating your thinking. And Right now? And, right. You said <laughs> And so... It's it's human nature for us to process what we're hearing and we start to filter it through. Like, do I agree with this? Do I disagree with right. this? And so we have to start at the root levels. Like, do we believe what the word of God is telling us? Right. That's good. And then do we put it into action? So it's these layers of what do I believe? What do I want to do with this? Mm-hmm. But you have a few people in the world that do something and we look at them and we think, man, they have something special. They just had radical faith to actually believe in what their Bible was saying. To step out in faith, right? Yeah. And so the the whole thing of, of today is that when we put our faith together with the Word and actually do it, we unlock all these treasures. Right. And then life doesn't become mundane, life doesn't become boring, and mm-hmm. we actually get to see the things of God going through us, not just a few elect that we think... Well, what you just said, you said that we unlock all the things that's inside. I like how you said that because we hold the key a lot of times, but we don't use it. Right. Like we have the key, but we don't realize it. So then we just don't walk in the authority that we already have. Correct. So that was good when you said well, that. Well, and so if you read on, for if anyone who only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in the mirror. But once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looked at, mm. what he looked like. And it's like, they, the, the human body, they say, only retains 4% of what, it, what they hear. Right. So, so they say if you listen and then you write, write notes and read it, like you're retaining all the things. It goes to 20%. If you, 20%? Yeah. If you listen, write, and then repeat it back, right. you jump into like high 30s. So that's why... When we come home from something or I get revelation of something, I repeat it back to you. Is that your reason? And you're like, <laughs> Is that your reasoning to be able you're to like, tell oh. more stories? <laughs> but that's... Though, it seems like I'm being preachy. You're like, I know, I heard it. And I'm like, well, I got to say it because I retain it. That well, and then there's different different learning styles. People read right. better. Some people listen better. I see. Some like people a, see and then need to communicate it to kind of visual. get down in their, their spirit. Right. Mode. And it's like... The Bi- it's it's so awesome that the Bible already knew this mm-hmm. and is breaking down and understanding that in our face, like we we know what we look like, right? But we still need a mirror to be reminded. Mm-hmm. This is what you look like in the morning. This is what you look like in the afternoon. Right. We need to be remembered, but we do forgets from time to time. And the Bible it's is true. trying to say that when we don't put things to action, we will clearly forget even our own face. 
That's this is, good. We know who we are. That's good because like a few times um, when I go somewhere and I go to the bathroom and they don't have a mirror, I'm like, I'm like, I need to see. <laughs> I need to make sure something's not out of place. And I forgot like what I looked like in the morning, meaning like I didn't remember what I know what my face looks like. But right. we still look in the mirror to be reminded, like the scripture says, of what it looks like. So I'm, reading so I'm like salty because I'm like, I need that mirror. Like. <laughs> So I'm reading at a, at a James uh, 1 chapter or verse 22 through 25 in the Amplified. And but he who looks carefully into okay. the perfect law, the law of liberty and faithful abides by it. But having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in the life of obedience. And I think it's like interesting. He didn't say like you have to do this one thing. Mm -hmm. Just be obedient, and then favor comes upon you. And we mm, think, that's good. you know, favor. I kind of <laughs> disagree when people are like, "Favor ain't fair." Mm -hmm. Like there's a cultural, <laughs> there's a cultural saying. Would you not agree that favor ain't fair? Yeah. What they need to say is obedience unlocks my favor. Like you, you can't. Obedience. We all have the same favor. Mm -hmm. It's just some people have been more obedient than others. Right. Some people so decided like... to stop their being obedient. Mm -hmm. They had to get back on the train tracks. They got like off into the woods and now they're like, you know what? That that didn't work. I'm going to get back on the tracks of life of what God's telling me. That's good. The journey goes back. And we look at the person next to us saying, oh, they're more favored than me because mm -hmm. they, they have the look. Right. Maybe they have the better education. They have the, the pedigree of not having... Uh, one parent, they have two. Like mm -hmm. we, we sometimes systematically try to figure out how come our neighbor's doing better than us. Right. And it's like, like you just said, it's a choice. And so when you walk in that obedience, God is like, I know that you're going to do it. I know that you're going to listen to what I'm saying. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to put my hand on your life. Right. Well, and if we had time to break down blessed and favored, like there, there has blessed to be a, there has to be a double, there's there's double on that because he didn't just double say you're be, you're blessed mm -hmm. or you're favored as a child of God by God, it's blessed and favored. So mm. blessed means I'm getting something, I'm receiving. Favored means that I'm receiving and there's more coming because I'm looked upon, you know, as as one of the chosen children, right? Not just and we all you know as parents know. There's a highlight when our kids listen to us. You're like, thank right. God. I was about to use that analogy. Like with kids, you are like drawn to the one that listens all the time and stuff right. like that. Like you are, you're, I don't know how to say it without you're not sounding. agitated. Right. Continue to say, can you please pick up your toy that I've stepped on for the seventh time? Mm -hmm. And then when they do it and you're like, oh my goodness, it's sticking. It's right. Like, it's ticking. Right. And so there's a there's your favor and you want to do more with them. Mm -hmm. So like you have a reward system when the kids do something right. Yes. And so when they do that, you want to bless them and show them favor and like continue to do that and you'll get you'll continue to get more right. rewards. Right. I think we forget that our heavenly father does the same. Right. And he we, we kind of detach this version of God and like he's up there, we're down here, mm -hmm. we're barely getting by. And does he remember us? And what we're doing right and so you know good morning alex he said good morning <laughs> <laughs> he's just glad to be back in his own bed and not <laughs> not out in foreign water and then day i do that all the time do what all the time yeah do what all the time and so you know you you go through these verses 
you know, and then, oh, there it is. Of course, I got to do a better it. job of my notes. But James 1, 2, and 4, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces an endurance, leading the spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let the endurance have its perfect results and do throughout the work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith and lacking nothing. Mm. We're going to go through trials. Right. We have to choose to be obedient and stay through it when we're experienced and not be like, well, how come it's not working out my way? Like mm-hmm. faith has to be developed. Right. Just like and your so, character and all the things. As I was praying, that. I didn't want to come off too preachy because, you know, you can get like in this topic very like, you should be doing preach, this, preach you down. need to do this, <laughs> you know, and especially like you need to serve more, you need to like, and it's like, it's not about, it is about us doing, but it's also about the reason what we inherit right through it. Why should we? And I think Christians become bored when they're not doing anything right like and then that's stagnant and well that's when weird theology start to creep into our belief patterns Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't encourage anybody but social media tiktok the gram they have some of the craziest theologies that the world's ever seen that non-biblical and biblical right but if you think about it if we're not stepping up into the place that we're supposed to take it as the church meaning like operating and stepping into the um the authority that god's given us that's why you see the world gravitating towards the witchcraft and stuff because they're seeing stuff instantly you know well, what i'm trying to say i love that i know it's kind of extreme but heaviness, for real, like... early in the... yes that form but just they're gonna buy into something right you know i heard a preacher say it's not if your kids are being brainwashed what are they being brainwashed brainwashed by right. like they're being talked to by something mm-hmm. so say a lesser word Something is communicating to your children. If right. it's not Paw Patrol it's, <laughs> or Superbook, you know, or Superbook, <laughs> then you get into the teenage realm. And then it's like, marriage is a joke. You telling me I have to be married to one person the rest of my life? Like, mm-hmm. you should experience 20 partners. 30 but if partners. people showed more of, um, are more real about marriage and family and stuff, right? Right. Then it would say, oh, it's not. well, but they don't ever tell you what's on the backside of the, uh, 20 partners you've got right baby mama drama (laughs) you've got you know three kids by two moms you're trying to pay child support you can't even like they don't tell you that part of the it's always the what you're missing and so somebody's telling you something what are you believing in and then what are you doing right and we're all doing something Mm -hmm. even nothing is something right choosing to lay on the couch all day is still a choice Mm -hmm. and so we're choosing to do the word because it in activates things in us we get to experience god move through us mm-hmm. and there's blessing and there's favor on the other side i love how um the world kind of like or the enemy kind of like defines the nothingness mm-hmm. so it makes it sound like it's good right so like netflix and chill right you know you're just or binge watching right oh, binge watching so it makes it you, you have an excuse for what you're doing basically is what i'm trying to say right and it it gets so you can go so minor, you can go so deep mm-hmm. in this conversation because, you know, I see uh, Days talking about like my generation literally says marriage is just a piece of paper they, they, because they're not seeing commitment at the next level up. Within their family too, yeah. Right. And so it's like, why do I want that? Then you go. Oh, I don't want that. That's like chaotic. Like, why would I want? And I'm glad she brought that up because I heard 
something and you you hear a lot of people in generational packs like in their 20s whatever i don't know if this is the right time to have a child oh i've heard that you know, so many times the world is very um so why scary. would i want to bring a child into the world yeah you know there's the the educational system there's mm -hmm. the inflation issue there's the is my kid going to get touched just god knows what right. can they safely go to the mall and not get shot up by a crazed you know goofball like Which whatever the scenario is even out of fear correct and so as i was um listening yesterday to shuttlesworth he was just railing on the en enemy's going to try to stop you because he knows what you're about to like deliver right so if mm. you go all the way through time <laughs> you see um hair is it hair king herod he's he puts a degree kill all the kill all the kids mm -hmm. they're all the males under two because the devil knew that there was a savior on the way he didn't know who but he just knew something was coming through the lines right let's stop it mary and joseph chose not to mm -hmm. and jesus is born you go back into egypt he knew there was a deliverer coming to save the people let's kill all the kids let's mm -hmm. kill all the boys it's powerful mom and dad chose not to stop having a baby under the precept that if we have a boy he's gonna he be, can be he, killed he can be killed right and we're that's worrying good, about like inflation mm -hmm. what happens to my kid in the educational system right is it safe for them no one has said if you're birthing a boy we're killing him mm -hmm. and yet yeah, we're still afraid and it's like we got to be wise and realize that the that the enemy's trying to stop us from doing the simplest task getting married right. having children that's part of doing the word is being fruitful and multiplying right and do you remember when um we heard before that the muslim people mm -hmm. are so willing like part of their plan to like uh what is it called indoctrinate indoctrinate is to have more children right they're not afraid they'd be having five six kids eight and that, that's how their their um their plan is to indoctrinate, like you said. And Christians here, most of them are like, I don't want kids. I don't want to do this. They're not thinking. They're thinking of themselves. Right. We're not really thinking of the the bigger plan. Right. Like our kids are, we need more voices to be able to stand up. So if we can be the ones to train our children in the way that he wants them to go, then we'll be able to use them as a voice one day for God. Well, and we're kind of going off topic, but I, I love oh, but the idea that if you go into politics, you hear these people preaching and talking about there's too many people in the population. We need to decrease mm -hmm. our population. Yet they are lucky. They're not committing to saying, I'll be the first right, one to, go. to give my life up. <laughs> they're educating us on how we shouldn't have more children. We need mm -hmm. to slow down. And I, I always laugh that do they forget that the person above them, their parents, chose to have them right they forget that they were a toddler they mm -hmm. had poopy diapers they needed to be nursed they needed to be fed but yet now that they're in adulthood it's like oh that kids like I, I hate being around people like but that yo like anyway I get what you're saying yeah sorry I mean to, soapbox but <laughs> don't forget that you too were a child that needs right. to be cared for that needs to be nurtured don't forget that we need to then also do the same right next like we can't take and not be givers back yeah, that's good. I didn't mean to go off topic, but it kind of just... That was <laughs> well, it kind of flows. Um, Miranda says, so true. I didn't believe in marriage at one point due to what i seen from my parents' marriage and my uncles and my family. I thought that all men cheated. Well, and right? in that... That's a good point. We are hypersensitive because we have been a hurt generation for mm -hmm. the last two, three generations. And we're, we're hurt because the politics aren't doing what they say. We see our, our educational system failing us. We see... Mm -hmm 
our church is failing us. So it's like, why would I want to go be part of a church when the pastor is in and out of affairs, when they're right. they got their hand in the cookie jar? It's like, I don't want to go to that church, let alone tell me I got to pastor these people, mm-hmm. you know, male or female. They all have their problems, but it's like when we choose to do the right thing, mm-hmm. blessings come, right. opportunities come, favor comes. And it's like, we can't look at the people and be jealous of their favor. When you don't know what they... Odds are, if we go to the word, they've been obedient. So that's the fruit. Yes. Right. You get favor. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we have to look that we got to spend time getting back on track. How can we be doers of the word? How can we apply our lives in the most simplest way? Mm-hmm. If it's marriage, mm-hmm. if it's having children, if it's sharing the gospel. Right. That's part of doing the word. And I think we've we've made it to, I'm not a good preacher. I, I, I can't speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to kind of dote on Day and a couple of the other, you know, youth. They literally came alive for this one lady because she had nothing. She didn't even have a hairbrush. <clears throat> so Day went through her mom's stuff to find a Aww, hairbrush. So her sweet. mom calls and goes, I kind of feel bad because I told Day, what are you doing with my new hairbrush? Mm-hmm. And so Day had to go find a different one. But she was persistent. Like, she didn't stop Aww. at the first no. She was right. like, you know what? God's tugging on my heart. She didn't even know the lady came to church. She was just anticipating what if. Yeah. Because so she, she had faith. She put the faith together and then happens to give it. You were interacting with that lady. But it's like we decided on a Friday night to take time out of our lives mm-hmm. to go try to be a blessing to people who were definitely hurting. Right. This lady was 63. Her husband died. Her son died. She lost all of her you know, income. What's next? And she just walked into a you know, a homeless shelter, not knowing what the future looks like. Right. She goes, I can't breathe. We pray oh, for anxiety to go down. And you're like, there's hurting people. And we just seem, oh, they they did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. They had definitely had a drug problem. Can't put the needle like you down. down on them. Like, yeah, we kind of perceived that they worked their way to get into that life, that some tragedy didn't put themselves mm-hmm. there. But us as believers have an opportunity to use our faith. Right. And something good happens for them. But you should have saw the smile on the youth. You would have thought that we gave them the biggest present, the most valuable thing, and they just were using what God had given them. Right. Nothing more. That's good. Just opening up their mouth and being obedient, sharing what the word says. But I find it interesting, the start of the night, you... Others were like, what do we do? How's this? Just roll with it. We just didn't it. know what like, to expect. You know, we've well, never been in that That's the problem that is place. we want to know, before know how it's going to be. Know before we go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same as marriage, the same mm-hmm. as having children, is tell me how it's going to be, and then I might attempt it. And God's right. like, step out of the boat, and I'll put a footing underneath you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, you don't need to know everything. Right. I'll reveal it as you apply it. And a few times I'll like get that and I'll even say, I'm like, Lord, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm about to walk into, but I trust in you. And every time it's better than I expected. Right. And so we just have to, it's a trust walk. It is. Every single time. And as we, so I'm a believer that you can't really preach out sin, that mm-hmm. we're, we're sinful people by nature. By nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about it. You uh you don't we have speed limits for highways. Then we have additional speed limits if there's a kid like during school time. Mm-hmm. They have the to 15. do that because there's people who don't have children who are like I'm late. I got to go. I got to go. If you've ever right. been in a neighborhood, there's always that one person who doesn't have any kids. They're driving by 
super fast, and the moms now decide to put out all those little kids. All in our neighborhood, we have yeah, those like, signs. That you know, say. slow down, kids at play. It's like mm-hmm. we have to tell the human body, be careful, right? Slow down. Like there's others. You go to Walmart or any store, they have security cameras. They have the anti-theft alarm. Mm-hmm. They have their own security because the human body, if not told no, there's consequences, would just walk out with what we think is like. Well, it won't hurt them, right? They won't. They won't miss this two thousand dollar computer, <laughs> or even a, a ten a, a dollar candy bar. Mm-hmm. Wherever the scale is, they have to put all these measures out to stop people from stealing. The human body is corrupt mm-hmm. at its root. But I don't believe if you tell someone if you sin that this is going to change them. It's when we walk in the things of God, you choose not to want to be corrupt. Right. The more you do God's will, you're like mm, that doesn't seem attractive anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy staying up till two in the morning on a Friday night. For real. And spending $85 on a, well, now I bet you it's $150 on a, on a, on a drinking tab. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, you know what I could do with a month's worth of that? You're like, that's $600. And like, just to be around people that really don't care about you. Right. The minute that you stop partying or want to do something else, they're like, ah, next, so on just, to the next. Just the, the like, if you remove the sin side of it and you're like, I don't, that doesn't even sound, sound fun. fun. Right. Because God has done a work inside of us where mm-hmm. your body has changed. You're like, mm, I want, I want better for myself. I mm-hmm. want, I want the things of the Lord. It comes down to, you know, when we were teenagers, we used to have, you're too young for this. We'd I know, have, Mike. Uh, we CD, probably didn't have the same. We had CD burning parties where we you would bring CD all of players. Your, uh, well, we didn't have burning parties. You'd bring all of your secular music and you'd crack it and you'd put it in a barrel and we'd light it on fire and it was like, Why? was it was representing we're gonna stop listening to secular music. Oh, that was like a Christian thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then all you did was you uh, turned the <laughs> dial when you got back in the car to whatever you wanted to listen to. And about six months later, people built back their CD library. So you didn't walk walk the talk. Well, I'm saying that didn't stop you from listening to secular music. It was a choice to, you know, I don't really like the words they're saying it. It's true. There's not a piece when I'm listening. There's a piece when I listen to worship. Right. You, the more we do the things of the Lord, there's a peace and joy that comes from it. Right. I was talking to a girl who recently just, um, who's new to the faith. And she said that she was like, before I'd want to listen to all the things on the radio, mm-hmm. like, you know, secular music. And she's like, but I haven't been finding myself listening to worship more than the secular. And I'm like, girl, that's because God is converting you. Like you're con- right. You're turning to him. You're realizing that it's more peaceful and and there's an uplifting every level. Filling. There's every level. So mm-hmm. like last night I'm doing some laundry. I'm getting ready for all the things we got to do this weekend. And it's like there's football on, mm-hmm. there's wrestling on, there's and I like watched. 10 minutes of each and I'm like, uh, I'll just go back to listening to the sermon and mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy listening to a sermon more than I enjoy Ditto. those things. And it's like, you can't preach that into someone's life. You have to choose because there was no mm-hmm. pastor standing over me. There was no like, like uh-uh. yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and it's not that it's sinful. It's a, it's a choice, but we have a choice to feed ourselves. What do we want to do with it? Right. And even as a mom um, now, like, I have a few minutes or like my time is like, you know, it has to be, I have to choose to fill myself up because if I don't, I realize that I'm just grumpy all day and then everyone else around me, the kids, you, everyone's grumpy because I am. And so meaning like if I'm not coming from a place of being filled up from the Lord, you know, and I'm filling myself with Netflix or whatever, like I have to make that choice. And so now 
I've had too many times where I'm like, that did not work. And I didn't feel good after that. So now I'm choosing to fill myself up with either worship or the word or, you know, different things. While right. I'm, while I have that few minutes of free time. Yeah. And it's, it all, it comes down to a choice, but it's doing the word. And I mm-hmm. think we look at it as like, <sighs> and it's like, we have to realize that as we, you know, we go to school, we study, we get good grades, we graduate. It's like, I, I, I equate it to the same thing in life is that as we do more, God gives us more. Right. We get to the next level. Because he's like, I could trust you with that. Right. I'm going to give you a little bit more. <laughs> and I think we forget that, you know, people that have these great anointings, they didn't get it by chance. They didn't go buy it. They mm-hmm. spent time in the word. They spent time praying and fasting right. and dedicating their lives. And then the Lord's like, I can give you more now. You're responsible enough. And we just want to get to the, mm-hmm. let me get to the end. Right. Let me not, don't give me the, I don't want the hardship side of it. Mm-hmm. And you can tell what people are filling themselves up with because what comes out is what you're filling yourself up with. Right. And when t- when troubles come and stuff, you see where their faith level is at because of what's coming out. Right. Like, man, I don't, I know that everything that's around me is chaotic, but what, but I know that I'm going to stand on the promises that God has given us, you know, things like that instead of like, Oh, I'm going to die. Like, this is not what I expected <laughs> life to be like. Right. And, well, let's see what Miranda everyone's got says, to say out here. Miranda says, you two are such great examples in the kingdom. Oh, thank you. So are you guys. And then Rita says, good morning. Good morning. And then Miranda says, when is when is the couple's self-help book coming out? <laughs> Shortly. We're actually working on uh, three eBooks as we speak. I know Lex is going to be working on a bunch of new stuff. So don't forget to check out her Speak Life. That's a little segue. Don't forget to uh, <laughs> like and share this. But it's about doing what God has given us, not trying to put our shoes in the person next to us, not trying Mm -hmm. to figure out why or what is going on and say, you know what, God, this is what you've given me. Let me take advantage of my portion Mm -hmm. and then put the rest on you. And so, you know, um, I'm going to now kind of dote on you for a moment and kind of stop. Also, maybe (laughs) sell you out. So I'll figure out where it goes. But I think you like selling me um, out. You've been saying for the last, since you started Speak Life, you wanted the voice for the voiceless voiceless. or broken or realize giving back. Right. And so you're like, I just want to do more. One day I'm going to speak in a conference. I'm like, slow down, kid. Like, (laughs) there's a lot to get there. Yeah, well, I know I'm going to go in there. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then, you know, our pastor preaches this message about, he goes, you're going to get a thought. Mm -hmm. And you're going to come to me and you're going to say, you know what we should do? And he's going to say, what? (laughs) And you're gonna say it, and then he's gonna return back and say, "Well, now you know what to do." Mm-hmm. So we had an individual get up and speak about a cause that's happening this week in mm-hmm. in our city council, and right away I get this epiphany: if he just said it this way with this style, it would work so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, last night you get the phone call. Would you please speak <laughs> at the city council about mm-hmm. this message? And I thought how interesting God had given me kind of advice for you, mm-hmm. but it was like you were crying out. I just want opportunities to speak. Well, I didn't well, think of it. You didn't think <laughs> didn't it was going to happen this, this way, way. But... and that's how God works. Is He didn't give you a church to go speak at. He didn't have another pastor mm-hmm. call you and be like, "Man, we really like what you're doing." No, the world saw an individual saw. Hey, we see something in you. Can you go speak in front of 300 oh angry God. Uh, people? <laughs> 
who probably, you know, may or may not like you when you get done <laughs> for speaking the truth. But it's like, right. that's exactly what you wanted. I want to speak up for the truth for people who don't have something to say. And, like, and now God's like, I'm giving you the opportunity, sister. <laughs> it's just not going to come in the blanket, in the color, and in the building you thought it was going to be. Right. Well, my mom reminded me, she's like, when you were younger, even in high school, she goes, you didn't care about being hated because I would stand up for certain things like that in high school and right. everyone hated me even the, the teachers and she's right. like you didn't care you kept going because you knew what was right and so i guess um she was just encouraging me in that way like even today like you'll you're you know what's right so just remember that and, and holy spirit goes with you i brought all that up is because it, god had first Thank put you, on babe. your heart to do something right then you got a hunger and then the opportunity arose you took it but you didn't say that's not my that's Inside, I was like, oh God. <laughs> but I want to encourage everybody right. out there listening is that God is going to use you. He's never going to use you the way you plan it. Right. Like I'm a gardener. For so real. I could just make enough fruits and vegetables for my community to help feed the homeless. And I would just enjoy it. And then the, the church is like, you know what we need? We need you to push broom and clean. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know how to run a push broom. That's not what I was thinking, God. Right. And so God uses us and pushes us out in different ways. And I'm encouraging that stop thinking that you're done. This is not what I wanted to do. This is, I only wanted to do this one thing because God is going to grow us and build us up. But he knows the end. He knows how, what's in, inside of us that we haven't done. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to always tell God, I'm a singer. Mm -hmm. Just let me sing. <laughs> let me just do this and god's like no but you have a voice let's use it in this capacity mm -hmm. or you have a talent let's use this and now let's add to it and a lot of people are like well i've never done that well no one officially has ever done anything the first mm -hmm. time right That's but true. we we've built a society that we need to be classified we need to have this education we need to have some it's like we all got to start somewhere and right. we need to realize that God is ready to raise up a generation that are, people are starting from zero, but he's going to get us there quickly. And it's by us being obedient, it's us doing the word, it's us showing mm -hmm. we can be faithful with the little. And it all starts, and it's like, you can't say it was one thing that activated it all. Right. Because if anyone wants to go back, I think actually Chad pulled all of the old, oh, yeah. <laughs> like some of the prayer things, oh. but the very first time you did it, you were okay so coming bad. in, but I don't know what, like, explain to people, because everybody thinks, oh, you do it so well. You're, oh, you're my. so good. <laughs> well, some of you might might have even saw it, but when I first, um, when Lance first asked me to do a devotional here at CA, I was like, no, because I can sing in front of hundreds of people, but I can't talk. Well, the irony is you can exhort. Yes, but I can't talk. And right. I'm like, I, I, for some reason, every time I would try to talk, it was like this wall mm -hmm. and i would literally blank out and so he's like i want you to do this devotional and i'm like five minutes five ten minutes we said five yeah five yeah. minutes and i was like i don't want to do this but i'll do it because you asked me you're my husband so i was like okay fine i so, don't think those were the words completely <laughs> used i wish they were as nice but i'm gonna save that for another literally show was like dragging a mule yes. like literally i was like no i don't tuesday morning at eight you're like i'm not doing it I'm like i'm like, not doing well. it i don't want to do it like i i don't want to talk i don't i can't talk and so f finally i was like okay fine i'll I'll do it i'll show up and um but i want you to press on the emotional side like because so many people think you you look and feel like you do so well mm -hmm. like of course you're good because i see you and you don't stutter you don't 
but no one remembers. So the emotional side, I, my voice was suppressed when I was younger. Right. And I think in that I was just, there was just like a muzzle on it. Mm -hmm. And I really think, believe that the enemy was just trying to slow me down because I would see myself speaking one day, but I didn't know how to get there. And I'm like, I guess that's just my imagination. Right. And so a fairy tale. Yes. And even with speak life, a lot of it had to do with speaking. But every time I would go to do the videos, I'm like, I can't do this. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't sound as good as this person. I don't have enough revelation like this person is what I'm thinking. And when I was younger, I got made fun of a lot for being tall and all these different things. And so I think in my mind, I'm like, if I get on the if I get on air and I'm live, I can't take any of this back. What I say and I'm like, what if I get laughed at? And what if the people, because there were so many people that when I stepped out in ministry at 19, they would say, you're not going to make it. And they're like, you're not going to be nothing. And so in that, in that, in my mind, I was hearing those voices. Right. And I'm still friends with some of them. So I'm like, what if they see? It? And they're like, see, I knew it, blah, 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 blah. And that's what I'm thinking. So, But I'm like, I know that you want me to do this one day, Lord. So I'm going to step out and do right. it, even if I don't know what I'm saying. So I had my notes, show up. I start. I think I started okay. Yeah. <laughs> I you started, started okay. for you started okay for a new person. Okay, a lot of well, grace on it, but did, you started. So I started. I got right. the ball moving, right. and I had my notes. And even though the notes were there, it just didn't click. Right. And out of nowhere, I blanked out. And I don't know. I don't remember if it was during the prayer or something, but I just blanked out. And I literally stopped, and I'm like, guys, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like I. <laughs> Let's just pray. And I prayed, stumbled through the prayer. I was stuttering. Right. Like, I literally wanted to just get up and run because right. I'm like, I knew this was going to happen. And so right after I was done, I started crying. And the office had to try to, like, calm me down for, like, 30 minutes. I called Lance. I'm like, Lance, that was so horrible. And he's like, it was all right. It wasn't like... <laughs> it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the worst. But, but it, it was it was bad. But, but again, you got to start somewhere. Right. But I never wanted to do it again in my right. mind. I heard the enemy saying, see, you're dumb. Like, I literally said I'm dumb. I'm like, I'm dumb. That was embarrassing. Like, I'm stupid. I shouldn't have done that. And So I I say that, and I wanted you to share that, because we look at life, we hear big stories, and Mm -hmm. we'll all never be that. But in the most simplest people, you know, we've come to know each other on this, and we're family, and it's like they see you, and they think, we have it all together. No. You wear this bright yellow jacket, (laughs) you have this confidence to wear that. And it's like... They don't realize that it takes time to build that confidence, but you've got to start somewhere. Right. You know, and so I heard this this morning. I didn't know that that Hagee, if anyone knows uh, John Hagee, he's he's like the 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 speaker on um, faith. Mm-hmm. And I guess his mom went like cuckoo mm-hmm. um, with, uh, I hope I'm saying Hagee. It's one of the, the pastors in the 50s, but his mom goes cuckoo for Coco's Puff when oh, he's no. like... 12 like has to get checked into sane asylum at 15 gets a heart disease and he's about to die and he has two big scares takes him two years to get through it Mm -hmm. think of all that like why would you want to live right your mom's crazy i'm sure the devil's telling you you're crazy Mm -hmm. he's now going through a heart scare his health is on and this is not when uh travel was easy there wasn't modern convenience where i'll just sit in my office do a a broadcast like this i don't it's like mm-hmm. you know you're going to travel if you're going to see somebody right and it wasn't modern convenience at today's well he speaks the faith movement so well that the two largest churches in the world said when they read his book they said well it can be done then wow like i can do this wow and, and so you have the largest church in um 
in, the, in South Korea? Korea? Yeah, South Korea, yeah. and then in Africa. And they equate their faith Through to his, his, to his story. teaching. Wow. And so when you look at like, we don't know who we're unlocking by us stepping out, just doing what God told us to do. Right. And the enemy's always fighting us, telling us, you're going to be an idiot. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're doing. Your revelation <laughs> is so... It, you don't even using the word correctly. Right. Like you're attaching scriptures. Like he'll do anything to stop yes. you from moving in your past. So I want to encourage you, like, don't let the enemy... If it feels wrong, if it feels like there's no truth behind it, then you got to know that's the devil. Like right. if you're thinking, I'm not good. Mm -hmm. I'm not no good enough. No one's going to care. It's not going to work. Those are all lies from the enemy trying to keep you from your destiny because he knows how strong and what's inside of you so i want to encourage you never stop doing what god has told you to do never like pause what's going on in your life because there's something so big inside of you that the enemy is definitely afraid of and you yes. have you're you're being tormented you're being paused you're being all these things because the enemy is throwing everything you look at covid Mm -hmm. churches need to stop right and there's some that did and then there, there was there was a couple you know not many but there was some that were crazy enough to say you know what we're gonna we're gonna keep do meeting. this we're gonna keep doing <laughs> they're thriving now but at the at the whole picture the church never stopped right it may have paused but we don't the enemy wanted us to he stop to as, a, as a community as mm -hmm. a body of believers because he knew what was inside of us right and so i want to encourage you you have the keys to other people's, not only their freedom, but your success. Mm -hmm. When we're unlocking other people, when we're doing the things of the Lord, we're getting ministered to as well. Yes. We just think they're getting something and we're just being taken advantage of. No, but he's like, he's going to take care of you as well. Right. You're helping right. along his uh his purpose for each person. So, so. I, I had a phone call and well, if you guys have anything you want to add, please add if there's any prayer request. Please drop them in. We want to pray. We want to prophesy over you guys. So I was talking to my uh, one of my spiritual fathers, uncles. I don't know how you like classify them. And we're just swapping stories. And I was telling him about our group that we were getting together every couple of weeks. And, you know, he's like, you know, the Bible clearly says, you know, when we speak the name of Jesus, Jesus then speaks to our father mm. about us. Like if we, you know, well, I'm kind of like paraphrasing, but when we do the things of the Lord, the Lord will remember us, mm. you know, like, cause it says like, if I deny Christ here on earth, he'll deny us before our father. If yeah, we good. proclaim him, but I think we have to look at, he, he presented it so interesting. He said, look at it from this perspective. When you're doing the things of the Lord, Jesus is going to his father going, Hey, look at them. Mm -hmm. Look at what they're doing. And then you're getting God's attention. And he's like, you know what? I love what you're doing. He's bringing down favor. Aww, he's digging around blessing. And when so when we it. look at it from that point is, not only are you putting a smile on Jesus's face, he's mm -hmm. going to the Father. Right. And, you know, Jesus says, I only do what the Father tells me. I don't mm -hmm. do anything more, nothing less. And so it's like we get blessings. We bring delight to our Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. And we kind of forget that there's this chain of command. There's the Holy Spirit, the doer through us. There's our Savior, Jesus Christ. And then there's our Heavenly Father. Right. We kind of forget about Holy Spirit well, and he, God. He we kind of just... on our behalf. Yeah, and it's like... So that's how we get things moving in our lives is by releasing other things. But mm -hmm. we're only looking for A and we forget about B, C, D, and E. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage you, 
If there's things that are in your life that you're aware of that you can be a part of, be a part of it because that unlocks those things that you've seen roadblocks. Those Mm -hmm. are the things that God now will be able to move on because you're like, look, Lord, I'm doing what I can. Yeah. Now I need you to do the rest. Right. Like give it all to him. Miranda says kingdom ambassadors. Yes. Amen. Well, sorry, my voice is a little crackly, but <laughs> you got Are you saving it for tonight? Cause you got no. your, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm messing with you. But anyways, we're, you know, we're so thankful you guys have been with us that so much is going on in our lives. You know, we, uh, I see good things coming. I'm excited for the next two months. Mm-hmm. You know, now that finally, uh, Halloween is behind us. And right. I'm Thanksgiving, excited too. And we're into, you know, we got two more years. So I want to encourage two more you. Years. I mean, two more months like, to the end. <laughs> so for what? The Jewish New Year started the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. And I heard this said, and I want everyone here to kind of meditate for the next two months is that we're living in the future. Mm-hmm. Do you understand this? So that like the, the, we, there's two calendars. We're living in the future because the Jewish. New Year just started in October. Correct. Okay. But if you want to go on the... Which uh, October, number eight, remember we learned that means new beginnings. Correct. So anyways, just want to throw that out there. I think eight (laughs) is in September though. Oh. Nine is October. No. But there was a reason. I think in the Jewish... In one of them calendars, they said that. Well, (laughs) so we have an opportunity to live in the present future now. means eight or something like that. Anyways. Yes, Oct. octagon which why did we get it the ninth month but that's a whole different that's a whole (laughs) nother story is that we have opportunity to live three months in god's kingdom and understand what's coming for next year Mm -hmm. because the new year's already turned over Mm -hmm. in in the jewish calendar and so i've been praying okay god show me 2023 already let me be ready let me have god wisdom let me have the understanding of what's to come so i can be making moves and have insight way before, you know, and David right, um, was praying to God saying, you know, they've come against me that, you know, it's always an, an ite, it's an Amorite, a Philistine ite. It's an ite. <laughs> he asked permission, do I stay or do I go fight them? And the Lord said, go fight them. And it's like, God's going to tell us what to fight in, what not to fight in. He's going to mm-hmm. give us direction. But so many times we just take everything on our own, mm-hmm. waiting till the new year to get our lives right. figured out. It's so like, no, we can start doing that now. Now, That's good. So I want to encourage you guys. Pray for Kayla. Kayla, please pray for my family. It's been a rough year. We're ready for breakthrough in our home. Well, we just pray right now for this wonderful family, Lord. We just pray blessing beyond blessing, Lord. We pray yes, that not just breakthrough, God, but just a brand new beginning, Father, what yes. things have been difficult. We pray ease on them, Lord. We pray supernatural um, abilities with their contractors, with all the things that used to torment them and be bothersome, Lord, will be no longer, God. That through this time, Lord, I pray that it has brought their family together, Lord, that they have a tighter knit, Lord, that nothing is meant for just a pause. Nothing is meant yes, for, uh, you know, confusion, but it's a, it's a, it's a redirection. So I just pray redirection in your guys' life. Yes. I pray purpose understanding that things that you thought were difficult will no longer be difficult. Things that you thought you couldn't do, God is showing you that you can do things with greater confidence. And I just hear the Lord say that I had to take you on a journey to show you what you're made of and that Mm, that we don't choose tough times, but we are built through tough times. So God is building you 
for the next season to show you that you are resilient, that you can conquer things in the natural and in the supernatural, to lean on him as you did through this year, but take 2023 in the year of conquering, that take on more than you would have done and stop living in the, I'm not, I don't know, because you didn't know what this year was going to do, but you came through it. So we pray blessing and protection on your family in Jesus' name. Yeah, and Kayla, Kayla, I just keep hearing the Lord say that he has not forgotten about you. He has not forgotten about your family. And as you continue to push through that he's got you and he he sees you, he's not, you're not hidden, you're not... um you're not a nobody. He sees you and he knows you and he, he's, he wants your family to do well and he's going to bless you as you guys continue to push through. Amen. Well, this has been an amazing, if anyone has any more prayer requests, get them in so we can pray for you guys, but we just pray protection over everybody listening and watching. We pray, uh, just an understanding that the, the months to come are going to be amazing and that we just pray insight for every situation that we go through corporately and individually, that everything matters to our God, that he counts the hairs on our head. He holds the tears in his hands that he mourns when we mourn and he wants to see things happen in our lives. So continue to press into him, continue to, to do the things of the Lord in the most simplest acts and in the the ones that you're like, I don't know if I'm built for this because God has something. So I just pray confidence over you to take on the day every day, showing up, doing your part, and then putting the rest on the Holy Spirit. Say, God, I did my part. Now you do the rest. Yes, that's good. Or amen. <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. All this, that, and the other. Right. Um, while you were praying, I saw um, people crawling. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds weird, but we're talking about walking the talk. And Mm -hmm. so I saw people crawling because they weren't to the place yet of running towards what God has for them, but they were crawling because they wanted to move and they wanted to accelerate. And so um, I just saw people crawling because that's what we got to do sometimes. If we want to get the ball rolling, we we can't just sit, we got to move. And so even if you have to crawl, do it. Well, I always say that to someone who's fighting depression or fighting a um, bad breakup. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to take life by the minute. Right. It's not about day by day. You know, we'll say like, just just get through it day by day, brother. Second by second. Sometimes by it's like, I just need to make it to lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Can I just make it to the next break? Can I just get to the 12 o'clock hour? And then we'll worry about tonight. The rest, right. And then we get to the evening. Let me just get through tonight. It can be lonely. It can be tormenting. Let me just eat this thing one Mm -hmm. day, minute by minute. I don't have to worry about Saturday. Today's Tuesday, if you're listening to it on Wednesday, Thursday. It's not that day yet. Let's not worry about the end of the month, the beginning of the month. Let's Mm -hmm. not worry if there's going to be turkeys this Thanksgiving now that we're in. (laughs) Like God will bring provision for us. Right. Like we can't let the enemy lie to us and us give up, but any movement is better than zero. Right. It doesn't matter if it's inches. If it's one inch a day in 12 days, it's a foot. You're still moving. Yes. And so we got good. we got to look at it that we're in movement. We're we're showing up. We're being consistent. That we're not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, we bless you guys. We want to thank you for tuning in. It's been fun. And we will see you guys next week. Don't forget all of our shows. We got Lexus with Speak Life. Woo-woo. Chad with Back Pocket. <laughs> and our CA on Monday. We love you guys. Love thank you, you guys. Thank you for tuning in.